I've uh, been on the apartment hunt again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've uh, been on the apartment hunt again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hate it. It's so frustrating. There's nothing affordable. Yeah, like, okay, stay home, save money, or go rent poor and have independence. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, I'm good though. Nothing. Nothing, nothing crazy that I've seen. Nothing good that I've seen. There's yeah. a few that I'm like eyeballing, but I don't know. It's hard to tell because like a lot of the rentals in London are, I think I told you this before, they're like houses. So you never mm -hmm. know what it actually look like until you visit it. And then like by that time, they've already, they already had like 10 people visit and like 10 applications. It's just like, oh my God, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, house hunting, I find like in any form, whether it's rent or buying, I find it, like a lot of people say it's fun. I don't see how. No, I could see it being fun if you're like not seriously looking. Like if you're just like yeah. window shopping maybe, but like. Like if you're married and like you both have a lot of money and like can essentially afford anything. Yeah, like if you're just like an average Joe, it's not, it's not great. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't have a good time for my condo either. Like every, literally every day. I was just like, I don't, like, I want to do it, but I am dreading every moment that I spend yeah. doing this. <laughs> just stressful. Plus, like, on top of everything else going on, it's just like, oh, good. Now I need to look for the, yeah. whatever. <laughs> uh, we're on episode 16 good. Good. this week. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. With, and what are we talking about today? Do, do tell the people and me. <laughs> yeah, so we can start off with this quaint topic, which is, is reality TV <laughs> harming society? Um, and then we'll follow up with kind of like talking about age and relationships, when it's too much, when it doesn't matter, what's considered cheating, like with digital stuff, sexting, Skype, where's the line, um, emotional cheating etc so two very different topics <laughs> but i prefer i prefer the chaos so yeah let's get into as, it as, reality as destroying society um initial thoughts. my sister actually believes that the downfall of the whole world started with keeping up on the, with the kardashians or whatever the title is with or on really why yeah why? i i she's just biased because she hates them oh. um yeah which i mean fair a lot of people don't like them and you're free to hate them um i do think the downfall of a lot of people's perception of what it means to have like a, like a not altered face or body started <laughs> with keeping up on the kardashians yeah. say that but yeah i don't blame them for like the global downfall we're experiencing <laughs> i think um reality tv is funny like in that it's completely unrealistic so like yeah is it ruining society no but like no you're, you're they're they're right in saying that like the kardashians like totally launched the influencer industry yeah. and created that basically and that industry is responsible for a lot of dumb shit <laughs> Yeah. um but it also like created a lot of jobs and created a whole new digital industry that like we didn't have before and is more accessible to 
like so many different people so I think like there's definitely good in there but there's also a lot of bad shit um some are just funny though like like love island I'm sorry that's the that to me that's the funniest thing in the world just a there's no point to that show it's not even a reality show because it's like nothing happens there's no comment right like it's just hot sorry is there like no competition or anything like there is but like essentially the show is about like hot people doing it <laughs> like the simplicity of that to me is just so wonderful yeah <laughs> and like even the competitions it's like oh when they win they get like the big room so they could do it in private like that's that's what it is and like it's so it's just so simple and so elegant <laughs> i'm just like why watch anything else like that's all I that's all yeah like i'm the wrong person to ask because i never had cable so i never really got to see reality tv and now like i don't have the inclination to like go on netflix and watch like whatever the circle or whatever's out right now um but i don't think it's ruining society i think it's it's actually courageous of people to go on reality shows because you know you're gonna get made yeah. like, you know you're gonna be dragged 100 like they're definitely gonna like use the show, embarrassing footage what was that show that it was a netflix original and the premise was so freaking dumb um it's like similar to love island but there was like 45 winners at the end like no one really got eliminated but it's like the same concept like it's just hot people except they weren't allowed to have sex i think it was what love is blind but, no no well, that was the one no, where they, they were dating, but they couldn't see each other <laughs> no it wasn't that you see that has like some kind of like interesting twist to it you know yeah the the one i'm talking about was just so dumb and i mean i'm i'm sorry to them but so were many of the contestants <laughs> yeah um so it's like you said like you have to like I don't think you can enter a reality show with with having like that uh i don't know <laughs> partially self-esteem and partially like just not caring about what people think of you yeah like you have to be like pretty tough and mentally strong to go on yeah. and be willing to like i don't know the people who are most likable or like most notorious on reality shows have the strongest personalities and are like wild yeah, for sure which is like i don't know it's like the Hunger Games, but you don't die, you just win. And see, I would like to control a reality, not even show, just situation very similar to the Hunger Games. Yep. Because I've always said that we should just take like the worst people on the planet yeah. and just ship them to an island. And like, that's the situation, just the Hunger Games, except the winner just never comes off the island. <laughs> just gets to stay on there, yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like, I don't know if I've ever asked you this, but like, do you ever have moments in, in your life where you're like, we're living in a simulation for sure? Like, do you ever have like weird moments or experiences? Like, like moments? I don't know. Like, um, I went to the beach and like, it was just a random small beach, but like when we got to the sand, like everything was silent and like the people were like not moving. And like the sun. Yeah, I think it's called dissociation, Maria. <laughs> no, no, because it wasn't just me who experienced it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, 
it was weird anyway unexplained so I want to know have you experienced that have you dissociated as well um, all the time I do it daily um no I don't know that's a good question um I, de- I don't uh, I guess I think I'll say yes and I think I I probably just call it something different but I think it's more in my own head you know what I mean like it's less about stuff that's happening around me and more just my own thoughts kind of getting out of control and like starting to question like everything yeah that's happening <laughs> you know what I mean yeah for sure um so I don't know if that's the same but I feel like I think about those things often yeah but like I'm... also just in like in relation to death you know what I mean <laughs> no <laughs> I feel like, like you know, like we're talking about completely different things. Like what? No, like <laughs> you're talking about you're thinking about things so much that they're losing their grip in reality. Like you know when you say a word so many times that like it doesn't sound right anymore. I feel like that's what you're talking about. Yeah. But also just like like it's also like I think what I'm also thinking about is like like the relevance of things that are happening. Yeah. And like how those things will change or continue to be relevant like (laughs) even in or after death you know what I mean (laughs) kind of yeah I kind of like how like yeah I don't really I can't really explain it better than that (laughs) I fuck with it I don't know I'm talking about like physical experiences like I guess mine are all in nature maybe it's just something weird that happens like when you're out. It's because like the thing is I understand what you're saying. I just I I think but also I think it's I think I understand what you're saying, but I think I do the opposite. Like you say it's a simulation, but I get and I think I've said this before. It's like those are the moments where I feel the most like real and present. So I think when you're dissociating, is that's when I'm being like, whoa, I'm here. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not dissociating. <laughs> I'm saying no, I know, like, but just, I'm just using go to a weird place and something and all these weird things are happening and you're like this is fake this has to be choreographed like that's okay so you so you're saying in those moments that you do feel very present and like oh totally like, like a real hyper person. aware like hyper aware okay okay thanks so much yes we're, we're saying the same thing <laughs> okay so once again we're agreeing love that love that for ourselves um, okay yeah then yes I experience that all the time <laughs> Do you think and yes also very much in nature just like you yeah do you think there's people who like genuinely believe that we are just like pawns in like a truman show game like do you think there's people who genuinely believe that i kind of hope that there are people who think that just so that those people exist to be honest (laughs) like i wonder like how they live their lives how they live their lives like i said i wonder how they live their lives like with the knowledge that they're they have no control over what's happening i mean like an argument could be made that like uh not hardcore i don't like that word but like people who are extremely extremely religious the argument could be made that like they do think everything is planned out right true like i know a lot of people in my family that's how it works right like it's not just everything happens for a reason it's well you know this is what 
this is the plan that God had. So that could be argued that millions of people are kind of living in that mentality. That's true. That's a really good point. Yeah. Like my relatives are always like, if it happened, then it was written for you. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Wow. So there's just like millions of people out there who are like, this is a giant reality show. We are just God's true. actors. And we are the jokes of the reality show. <laughs> the, the butt of the joke, actually. Yeah. Love that for us. Not enjoying my time on this TV show. <laughs> yeah. What do you do you think like things happen spontaneously, or do you think like everything is just supposed to happen the way it's gonna happen? I feel like I go back and forth on that depending my mood. You know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> Um, like, I think some things are inevitable, um, like on, like this pandemic, for example, you know what I mean? Like scientists have been pointing to it for years. So I think some things are inevitable, but at, like in that same breath, as I'm saying that in my head, I'm like, but that could also have been changed had people made and had the world made different choices. Right. Yeah. So my answer to that question is, I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> Same. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of shows that have like multi timelines and multiverses and basically like yeah. every decision that everyone makes, like creates a separate timeline and creates a separate yeah. whatever, which is like, I kind of get it, but I'm also like, yeah, but if you... <laughs> if you don't have the choice then you never were going to choose something else you there's not a separate timeline but do we have a choice that's a big question I ask myself all the time like did I actually have I chosen anything in my life <laughs> or have, like things just been like laid out for me and I was like okay yeah I don't know I think it's also like I feel like these questions are so difficult for us to answer because of our beliefs you know what I mean and yeah. like and I'm not, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe people who don't believe in a higher power also wonder these things. But like, I feel like if, I feel like it's, they're much harder to answer when you do believe in that because it's like the possibilities are both never ending and also you'll just ne you'll never have an answer, right? Because you don't know, <laughs> right? So it's just like, complicated yeah there's probably a reason like no one really has an answer to these questions we're like yeah. you know what? we're gonna solve it on not your average snowflake <laughs> <laughs> for our two viewers <laughs> insider info i guess i like how we go to less and less as more episodes <laughs> i know <laughs> oh my gosh um but yeah circling back to our question like no, I don't think reality TV shows are ruining society at all. I think no. they're like a great like warning or like good examples of weird because I mean reality TV is such a broad term, but like there's so much wacky shit going on in the world. It's very interesting to see, but like you're not watching it yeah. to like that. A term, yeah, like you're not watching the reality TV show to then inform the way you live. I mean uh, like, if I, and if you are and you listen to this, then seek some help <laughs> well unless you're taylor sicalis and you want to be yeah uh, housewife yeah love that which that's fine 
Yeah. But aside go after your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like aside from that, like no one's really watching reality TV to inform. It's it's like the same shit as like when people who were watching Britney Spears blow up, they were like, you have to be a role model for girls. And she was like, what? Yeah. No. Like people don't watch artists to then become like them. They just enjoy the art. So yeah. I think it's just more about consumption. Yeah, I will say, I think that statement holds true most of the time, but I will say for, as far as I see it in fandoms, it doesn't hold true so much for the younger fans. You know what I mean? Like they do see them and they do wanna, wanna be them. And not, I mean, look, look, I'm so freaking guilty of like putting my people up on like a pedestal. Yeah. Um, and I definitely take inspiration from them in many, many ways. But um, yeah, the some I'll say some people are like I always think I'm intense, and then I meet these people, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> you should be not in the same place as these celebrities. Like that's <laughs> yeah, like scary. You know what I mean? It's a lot, and I tend to see it a lot with younger people, but also like younger people are learning right and also don't understand like, when you're younger you're going through that like discovery phase of who you are and your hormones are totally. raging and like yeah whether it's reality tv or a celebrity or literally just a character in a show or a book or whatever like when you're that age you do cling on to the things that you're consuming and make them a yeah. part of you for a long time so i don't think it's like yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say like 10 year olds should be watching Keeping Up With The Kardashians. I think like there's age restrictions for a reason. And like, as a parent, you should also keep track of what your kids are watching and, and monitor that. Cause a lot of these shows do have like age restrictions, which makes yeah. sense, but like who's enforcing that, you know? I know like when my little sister was growing up, she was just on her iPad. She's an iPad baby for sure, which is wild. I'm like, bro. The day that I got my own laptop was the day I went wild. <laughs> I was like, show me everything. <laughs> I only got a laptop um, in like my later years of high school. Like I think my last year of high school actually. Mm -hmm. So I was graduating and I had to, that was the only reason also why I got a job because I really wanted a laptop and spending money for Europe. So I got yeah. a job and paid for it. And now look at these these kids today handed everything everything's handed to them that's what i would say <laughs> yeah they literally come out of the womb with an ipod touch <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, they're already making their calls you know like snapchatting oh my god you know what's wild i saw this thing on tiktok where these people were asking their younger siblings like how do you signal that you're on the phone and like we would go like this but they go like yeah. this uh, I hate it. I hate, like, it. I hate it. Oh, I hate it. It's so weird. And I like never thought about that. I never thought about that little change, but it's so It just looks like you're asleep. Yeah. Like that's what that is. But you know what though? I got made fun of got made fun of a couple months ago because I was taking a video and I said, I'm taping you yeah. instead of I'm recording you. That's because like videotape you know like that's what it used to be on so it's hard for me to like make the switch even though I we haven't used that in like 
years, you know? Like, it just literally, comes out that way. I know. Like, I was thinking about that. I haven't actually taped something probably in 20 years. Like, yeah. That's crazy. Although, my parents still do. When they go on their vacations, they still bring their, uh, what's it called, video camera? <laughs> wow. And, with, uh, with tapes or CD? or i guess tapes right like it's the thing there yeah and you like pop right? the side open yeah yeah that's sick i think maybe only they if they don't bring it then they only stopped it in the past three four years because it was up to very recently they were still using it because we when they would come home from vacation we would have to watch them which is yeah. why i remember <laughs> <laughs> oh i wish like my family took more videos and stuff but we weren't really like that also we never went on vacation but that's cute it'll be cool to look back on like even when we're older too because like I mean tapes and stuff are old for us but like I can't imagine what the technology is going to be like in 10 20 years oh it scares me be awful I'm gonna hate it I'm gonna be I'm gonna be what old people are like now <laughs> that's how I'm gonna be yeah you're gonna be like Nick Miller just an old angry <laughs> man <laughs> already an old angry man <laughs> <laughs> just sitting on your porch yelling at people oh i'm gonna be that quote where he where he says i'm finally aging into my personality that's all that's gonna happen is that eventually my age will just reflect how i act <laughs> so good oh my god um yeah okay our second topic which i i'm actually very interested to get into because i know you have hot takes on this um like age gaps in relationships and like when it's too much we'll start there we'll see what happens let's start there <laughs> <laughs> um i can go if you want for me oh, yeah. no you go ahead okay well it's gonna take me a lot of time to get to what i want to say though so then you should start <laughs> i was just gonna say uh like when you're younger like when you're a teenager or younger the age gap should not be big at all it should be like you are very close in age one to two years yeah. but then like once you start getting to like 18 I feel like it sh again shouldn't be huge but it can be bigger like five seven years yeah but because of the law here's where I'm like confused because the law is different in different places so like in Britain yeah. or like the UK or whatever they you can be like 16 dating a 25 year old or 30 year old yeah. or 40 like it doesn't matter so like that's why I don't really take legal age into consideration like aside from like you should be 18 to date an adult but like yeah. be, being 18 doesn't mean you're so smart and like mature and you know what you're doing and like you know when you're being used or you know when you're being like manipulated etc you know so for me I think like minimize the age gap when you're young when you're like under 20 but once you're like over 20, it's probably fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. <laughs> I agree with that, with what you pretty much said, like when you're under 18 and you don't know what you're doing, you know, keep, keep it small. Yeah. Um, then when you are 18, yeah. Like I don't, like a lot of people, on the internet and once again i'll just say that i hate the internet but a lot of people are like oh if a 21 year old is dating an 18 year old they're a pedophile and it's like well 
no. First of all, it's not the definition of what a pedophile is. Yeah. Um, Literally. And there is another word for what they're trying to talk about, which I forget what it is. But even that word like doesn't apply to the situation. <laughs> like 18 and 21 is really not a big difference yeah. like at all. And I just first like also like people's personal lives, if you don't know them and, and you're telling them what to do, they're just gonna do it harder, honestly. You know what I mean? Because yeah. people first of all don't care. And if you tell someone not to do something, they're gonna do it just to spite you, first of all. So I don't know, like, I think, yeah, I think also for me, when you hit 20, it's kind of just like the, the, I feel like people's opinions also matter less to you, you know what I mean? So if you're dating someone who's 10 years older, less people will care because like you're in your twenties, right? And you know what I mean? Like you're growing, you're in a different place in your life. Not that much of a different place because you were only 18 two years ago, but enough of a different place. Like you're probably in college, right? Yeah, like you're so you've you're, jumped to in the next level of development, which I think is like important. Like an 18 year old probably, well, most 18 year olds don't really understand what a 30 year old a 30 year old has been through in their life and like experience. But like I feel like when you're in your 20s, you're experiencing those things. So you can relate to it, but like when you're a teenager, like you, you really don't have that much control over your life. Typically, obviously there's outliers. I'm sure there's like 18 year olds who have experienced a shitload of stuff, but like, but like we're talking generally. Yeah. Like there's no way a 15 year old and a 30 year old have anything in common. Like that's never going to be okay. For sure. Just like. Yeah, I, I think, don't know. It's just like those conversations make me nervous when the age when the age gap is so small, even in adult relationships. Uh, like, or like, okay, there was a lot of debate months ago over someone being seventeen and someone being nineteen. Okay, because one is a legal adult and the other isn't. Okay, which yes, I understand that in terms of the law but also they're still just two years apart and it's really not that big a deal a 17, 19 year old. Like it's yeah. really, really, really not a big deal. And like people were really, really getting upset about it. And I was just like, like how old are you if this is how you're thinking? Cause like, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. It really, no. it really doesn't make sense. It's because one person has passed the legal adult age doesn't suddenly make them like some old creep. Like 17 and 19 literally yeah. is apart. They would they would have went to high school together. So Yeah, exactly. And like one of the comments had asked, like, um, okay, so what happens when that person turns 18 and the other person turns 20? And the original poster responded, well, then it's okay. I'm like, what's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> That's dumb. Like, you know how how little someone changes from when they're 17 to when they're 18? probably no change whatsoever except like their hair yeah. <laughs> you know yeah I also think like, that, like trying to focus on those types of age gaps minimizes the real age gaps that are issues that can of course like put people in danger or like put them yes. being you know mili- like people throw around the word pedophile like it's nothing and it's really upsetting because it's like that word holds a lot of impact 
And when you're throwing it on people who aren't doing anything wrong, first of all, yep. um, it really lessens the impact for when it's used on others because people are gonna start saying, well, anyone could be a pedophile now. When it's like, no, that's, that's, not, <laughs> that's not what that's supposed to be, you know? Exactly. One thing that always sticks out in my memory is when Kylie Jenner was like 16 or 17 dating Tyga, who was like 25, but like they weren't outwardly publicly dating. Uh, and then like the, literally the day that she turned 18, they like went public, which is like so creepy. <laughs> especially, yeah. And like, especially coming from like a rapper who's a womanizer and like has a track record, like I think there was a lot of like discussion about what Kris Jenner <laughs> was saying about that and how she let that happen. Um, but it's like, it also is like, you can't stop people from doing no. things either, which is crazy and it sucks, but it's like, you can't, you can't control people. Yeah. Well, it's like, um, what's her name? Florence Pugh. Pugh? <laughs> I pronounce her last <laughs> name. Um, she's dating that guy whose name I don't know from Scrubs. Um, and there's like a sizable age difference. I think, I wanna say a decade, but I think maybe a bit more even. How old is she? I'm just gonna, I'm just, instead of me pretending like I know what I'm talking about, I'm just gonna look. Florence. One thing I do notice so she's about- 25 and Zach Braff, oh, I was way off, he's 46. So there's like a much bigger, <laughs> much bigger uh whatever and a lot of people i don't you must have seen it like it's she's been in the in the media in the headlines a couple times because like she's had to defend the relationship and stuff mm -hmm. and like first of all i think if you're uncomfortable with it whatever you you're allowed to have your opinion but like before i get into the age gap like why are you even commenting on their posts like it's not your business yeah <laughs> you know why it's not in your business because even if you're uncomfortable with their age gap, she's still a fucking adult and can make her own damn choices. She's not 18. She's not a kid. Yeah. She's 25 or 24, let's say, at when they started dating. Because I don't know if it's how long it's been. So, like, she can make her own decisions. She's a, you know, is she a young adult? Yes. But she's still an adult. And what they're doing isn't wrong. There's literally nothing wrong with what they're doing. And even if, when there's nothing wrong with what they're doing, people still have to say that it's an issue, but it's not an issue, it's just an issue for you. Exactly. It's not an actual issue. You know what I mean? Like they're it's, both consensual adults. It's the audience's projecting onto the relationship being like, I'm uncomfortable with this. Well, I mean, that's fine. Cause you're not in that relationship and like, Sure, there might be valid concerns, but she's, and she's not even like just turning 18 or something. Like she's 24. She would have been done, you know, a college degree or whatever by now. Like she's, she can make her own decisions. And I think people hate that. I think people really don't like when young women decide to be in a relationship with a man. They can't, they can't even like conceptualize that she's in any type of control in that situation. That's what's going on probably. Yeah. Which is just- 100%, because a lot of people think that you know, there's like a power imbalance or something. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how do you know? Like, you're not, you're not part of their relationship. If it, it would be so, different if she had like voiced concern and was like, help me, like, 
that's a different story. Yeah. It's clearly happy. So, you know. Yeah. Well, wait until she like. I, I find it me. annoying when people point those things out, and it's two adults making their own decisions. Just like let them literally just let them live. They're not doing anything wrong. Not a single thing. I agree. I think that's totally fine and probably way more common than people think. Of Um, course it is. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And also like, sorry, but this is a generalization, but men are like so immature that she probably just appreciated someone who was older and more mature. Like, yeah, well, I know men. even amongst our friends, like, that's how we are about older men. Like, they, yeah. you know, we tend to look for older men because of that. Yeah, people our age are dumb as hell. <laughs> don't have their shit together, don't have a career choice picked out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it makes sense to me to seek out older men. <laughs> okay but hold on now let's really have a discussion all right so about which i think i, pro- I probably already brought this up but about once a month twilight starts trending again on the internet okay not and this it's always, for, it's always for one of the same two reasons <laughs> stephanie meyer was a racist or edward cullen is a pedophile right. <laughs> so Let's discuss this new uh, crusade against the vampires, okay? Yeah. That people are pointing out, like even the, C- it doesn't just have to be Twilight, right? Like the stuff on the CW, like Vampire Diaries and all that. Like Elena was 17, 18, Damon's like a million. Yeah. And it's, you know, the whatever. So I think that's dumb as shit because <laughs> They died when they were teenagers, right? So Damon died when he was like 18 or 19 and he is stuck in his teenage body. But yes, he's a million old year old man. Yeah. But that would have to imply if people stuck to these rules that they're very, and like, I'm not exaggerating when I say these people are fucking passionate and really, really believe that this argument makes sense that these vampires are pedophiles, okay? Okay. That means that either there are only two options so like let's take edward right because in that world like pretty much you find your mate and that's it so it wasn't really the same as with vampire diaries okay in that world you find like kind of one person you, you stick with them okay right so he basically just has to be miserable <laughs> forever <laughs> that's pretty much it there was no other option for him he couldn't find love with anyone else so he just had to be miserable for eternity or commit suicide which is or what a, or date a vampire that's my point is that in in that world uh like it's explained in one of the books how like when a vampire meets their mates it's like really hard for them to get over that person if something happens right like it's it's kind of like like when james dies that's why victoria goes insane because like you took away half her existence basically right so that's my point so edward was supposed to be miserable yeah (laughs) forever that's the only option yeah um how is that a story i think both sides have like their validity but i just am like it's a fantasy world anyway 
Yes. And nothing about the world really goes along with real life. Like so much of the story is like nonsense, obviously, that why would you expect these like age rules to to apply to that story? Yeah. It's just like and like, like I do like the argument that like, well what? I was gonna say like I do understand like yeah he he died when he was like whatever 17 and he's just in the body but his mentally he is old as hell but is he old as hell or is he like stuck in a realm where like he can gain information but not age mentally <laughs> you know like I don't know <laughs> I feel like it's just like it's just dumb why are you why do you care he's a vampire yeah like the one thing, thing with I will say oh no you go ahead sorry no, no, go, 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 go. No, 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 you go. I, I was gonna say, like, the thing kind of with that mentality thing that you just said, the thing with Damon from Vampire Diaries, he's like, what, 300 or something like that? You think he acts like an old man? He's young, he was stuck in the body of a young hot guy. How do you think yeah. he acts? He acts like a young 20 year old. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And like, also, when these stories are being written, you know, be it books, TV, movies, it's like written from a human perspective, obviously, because vampires don't exist. So they're writing from the, not logic, the um, imagination of, oh my God, if this was me in this kind of world and I saw someone who was a vampire, you know what I mean? Like that's where, like, it's, it's, it's not just fantasy in terms of the genre, it's fantasy because like, that's what that person fantasizes about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. which I'm like, come on. Who the fuck doesn't want someone who looks like Ian Somerhalder to come up to them, say that he's a vampire and give them eternal life and all you get to do is have sex with Ian Somerhalder. Sounds like a pretty sweet ass deal, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I think like these people who are writing these stories maybe could just easily have shifted the age of the, cause it's always the girl like usually that's younger. They could have just shifted the age slightly so that they were in college instead of teenagers, you know? Like, I know the, the appeal of, like, the teenage love story is so widespread and, like, it's more about gaining an audience for the stuff they're writing than it is about being realistic or thinking about the, like, undertones or implications of this age gap. Like, they're not thinking about that at all. They're thinking, what can we get to make, you know, teenagers and young adults and their moms interested in this show <laughs> or in this book um, and keep their interest as they grow and as they get older, you know, like yeah. it's marketing, it's marketing, you know, every young person who thinks men are hot is gonna like appreciate that story. <laughs> like yeah, it's simple sure. marketing, you know? So I, I think that like, could they have shifted these age groups of slightly older? Yeah, it would have made sense both for the storyline, but also for the actors that they chose, because none of those people look like they're 17. Yeah, but that that's going to be till the end of time, right? They're always yeah. going to choose actors in their 30s to play teenagers. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. So, I don't know, it's funny. It's funny to see, like, people getting, also, like, getting mad about fake, like, if you really care about pedophilia, like, fight the real issue, not... Yeah, exactly. Like... Story, yeah. Leave Edward Cullen alone. He did enough, right? <laughs> Let him have his peace now, you know, the time's bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Let um, Robert Pattinson rest, okay? Yes, let him, let our sweet prince get the respect <laughs> and dignity he deserves. Um, that's so funny. Um, just like jumping off of this, because we're kind of talking about like just relationships in general, but so our, our subtopic is kind of like what is considered cheating or being unfaithful in a digital space now that we are so like now that you can like really build connections and relationships through technology what do you consider to be cheating what's going too far what's okay emotional cheating thoughts um i don't really mind like i know some people have issues with flirtations um I think depending on context, I don't really mind. Like if I was dating someone and that person was like flirting with my friend, I wouldn't care. Mm -hmm. It's like, whatever, you know what I mean? Or like flirting to get what you want from someone, you know, like a free drink at a bar. Like, yeah, flirt your, flirt your heart out. You know what I mean? Yeah. For those little things, I don't really care. Um, I know some people have a problem with um, when you're dating someone and like that person still watches porn. Again, I don't really care. Especially yeah. if you're not, you know, if you don't live with them or, you know, you're not married or whatever, you know, you don't see each other a lot. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like that. I don't know. I don't really see an issue with it. Um, obviously, yes. Like if you're making out with someone that's cheating and, <laughs> <laughs> and anything beyond that is definitely cheating. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do strong. I think people underestimate how much emotional cheating can hurt. Um, yeah. So yeah, for me, I think for me, that would almost be worse because at least physical, it's like, you know, everyone's hot, you know what I mean? But emotional yeah, everyone's like, like, like fell for them, you know? Yeah. Like, that's rough. That's ar arguably worse. I mean, they're both bad in their own ways, but I feel like the physical thing is like a natural like you're naturally attracted to people and then you acted on it yeah. if that was it like that's very straightforward shitty. totally shitty but like very straightforward yeah. whereas like an emotional like affair is like oh you've been talking to this yeah. person for this long and got to know them and like both fell in yeah. love with each other like that's oh my god that's so much worse because for even sure. from your standpoint right it's like you became vulnerable with someone and that person became vulnerable with you and for you that mean that's that's huge because you know it takes a lot for two people to become vulnerable with each other they're yeah. like oh that person's just going off and being vulnerable with someone else <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and like it's really it becomes about like the emotional trust too like okay like yeah. I'm if we're having this conversation and then you're going off later when you say you're going home and going and having a similar conversation with someone like that is so yeah. insane to think about like and it also points to the, like the fact that you there's probably like a gaping hole in your relationship that yeah. neither of you is addressing because you would probably only have an emotional affair if you were missing something from your relationship like why would you go out and have like go through all of the steps to make like meet someone and get to know them and then get to that point right <laughs> There's so many more, yeah, there, that's the thing. There's so many more steps you have to take to get to an emotional affair, whereas, like, a physical affair, like, you just do it. You're just like, yeah, I want to fuck. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Here's a question. At what point would you, 
if it's just physical, like let's say someone cheated on you and it's just physical, mm-hmm. at what point would you not forgive them? Like, would you forgive them for just like a kiss, a makeout session? Would you not even like, would it all it would take for you is a kiss? Like, what's your limit? Um, personally, like I'm a very jealous person. So like, if you, if you, if the person that I was with kissed someone else, I'd be like, see ya. If they got kissed, I'd be like, okay, what is the context? Like anything Mm -hmm. else? I'd be like, no, like, because I would never be able to not think about it. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. Yeah. Like I would not be able to get it off my brain and that would just ruin the relationship for sure. What about you? Yeah, same exact answer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, like, I'm so jealous, and I wish that I wasn't, like, I try to be normal, (laughs) but I can't. (laughs) I do, like, manage it, but I'm, like, this is, like, it's it's you and me, or it's not us at all. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's, it's, it's more the latter of what you said. Like, I'm such an anxious person that it would be my own, my own self-esteem and lack of confidence issues that would, that would make an ugly appearance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I could be okay with everything else and then that would happen. And then I, I'll, I'll, you know, fault it on, oh, well that he, you know, he had to go looking or she had to go looking for some, someone else and right. so blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I will only think about that. And even if we could fix whatever issue was there, yeah, I would never be able to look at that person talking to like another human being the same way ever again. No. I'm like, oh, they're they're gonna kiss now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then like you can never trust them again to like if they say they're going to wherever. Like I would always just be like, yeah, yeah. don't cheat on me. See ya, have fun. Like no, yeah. that's I do not agree though that like if they were kissed, then I think that's a very important distinction. Yes. Because I've seen that also happen on television shows and like the person still gets mad and it's like, well, it wasn't their fault. You know what I mean? Exactly. They didn't, I feel the they didn't do anything wrong. They even stopped it. Like what yeah, more like, are they supposed to do? You know? Exactly. I think like context is really important in relationships and situations that like cause issues. Um, I mean, context is always important, but yeah, no, if you're going around kissing people, like just be single, <laughs> simple. Yeah, for sure yeah 100%. see it's a shame you didn't watch friends we could have had this whole episode to be about ross and rachel really I get did. into it i did i only watched it once through though no oh. but you know what i mean like i feel like you don't have the same i don't have the feelings. <laughs> yeah you were a very casual friends viewer that's yes. what i mean you know what i mean whereas i get into i have gotten into a lot of arguments about ross and rachel what are your thoughts but, my thoughts is that everyone's dumb and they were both right. That's what that was. And he didn't, he didn't cheat, but I can see in her moment of very intense anger and, and the feeling of betrayal, why she could only see it that way because yeah. that's fair, but he technically didn't cheat because for him, he thought that they were broken up. So, because it was unclear, which is fair. And then, cause my friend was like, well, he could have just asked. I was like, yeah, that's what I do when I have a big fight with someone. I just take a moment to just ask, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like hold things clearly in like huge, huge fights. Not many people, most people yeah. just react based on what they're hearing, right? That's true. Obviously, yeah, as the audience, you can watch a show and be like, well, if you would have done that, like no shit, <laughs> you know? Yeah, 
I think I honestly think they threw that whole situation in just to create buzz and like for people to talk about it all the time. Like the fact that people still talk about it shows that that yeah, was I was gonna say it worked. Smart, <laughs> smart writing move for sure. Which is it definitely, definitely worked. There's like this meme, not really a meme. It's just like in a lot of, uh, I guess, memes or BuzzFeed articles or whatever. It's like, do you think Ross and Rachel will still still be together like today? Which is always so interesting to me. Which I'm, I love them so much, so I always say yes. But a lot of people don't believe in them. <laughs> I feel like I don't know. I feel like Chandler and Monica would be together. For sure. Of course. My God. But, like, I feel like Ross would like, I don't know. I feel like he would have like an identity crisis. And, like, <laughs> be like, I don't know who I am. Like, I can't do this. I feel like they would, go- they would have a break at least like a long break. Yeah. And then he would be like, I was yeah, gonna- I think they would have a lot more difficulties than Chandler and Monica. Yeah. But I still think they would be together. Yeah. More importantly, I think that Phoebe and Mike would be, <laughs> would definitely still be together because who would not want to be married to Paul Rudd and alternatively who would not want to be married to Lisa Kudrow that's my only argument there (laughs) that's like one of the best tv couples ever like when I I didn't I had never and they're so underrated as a couple too yeah oh Paul Rudd he's so cute he is so cute that's really like that's the perfect word for him he's so cute you just want to squeeze little cheeks, you know? <laughs> yeah. Has he been in much TV? I feel like I've never seen him in anything else except Friends. Uh, he was in Parks and Rec. Let's check. Uh, you would know. Friends, Parks and Rec, Paul Rudd TV shows. Oh, he has a Netflix show, which was really good. And I forget Oh, what yeah. Called. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Oh. I that was a fucking good show. That was a trip. Um, yeah, that was that was amazing. I'm seeing a lot of things here, but I genuinely can't tell you whether it's like joke things <laughs> or, or real things. All right, fair. Like there's something called the greatest event in television history. And it looks like it looks like a photoshopped picture, if I'm being really honest with you. <laughs> Because it also says it premiered on Cartoon Network, so like, okay. it's real, you know, but apparently it was, although it was only on for four episodes, so I don't know how real that makes it. So I feel like he did a lot of those weird TV things, but notably, it's probably Friends, Parks and Rec, and Living With Yourself. What did he do in Parks and Rec? I don't think I saw, I don't think I've gotten he to that. Played, um, he played the son of, like, this super rich businessman, and he, like, um he's uh running for city council against leslie oh good one and he pretty much just like plays another like dorky cute clueless character you know what i mean like doesn't really understand anything that's happening around him he's just so (laughs) like nice and like just aloof and and friendly yeah and like doesn't really understand anything you're just like fucking paul rudd (laughs) He can do no wrong in my eyes. He honestly no, made Ant-Man like so good. Oh my God, yeah. I probably would have hated that movie if anyone else would have done it. I was literally, I thought the same thing when I saw that. I was like, if this was not Paul Rudd, this movie would be trash. Yeah, 100%. Great. 
I feel like, like he's had it for a lot of roles that he's taken on. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's just like, because you know what? Like, I don't particularly like Ant-Man as a comic book character. Yeah. But, like, because Paul Rudd did it, you're like, now I want Ant-Man to, like, stick around. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, he just does that. Like, when, when Mike came on on Friends, you're like, this guy's great. Keep him on, <laughs> you know? Just, like, he has charisma in real life, and I think it really transfers yeah. to all of his characters. And it just shows, like, how much a character, sorry, an actor can bring to a character that it really doesn't have a lot going on. It's nuts. That always shocks me. When you read a script versus when you see the actual film, and you're like, wow, like, this dialogue was so shitty, and they really transformed it into something amazing. Yeah. And it's always harder in comedy, right? Oh, for sure. For sure. Not a lot of people can. Like, trying to be funny is awful. (laughs) I could never do that. Like, I'm already not funny, but, like, forcing it would be so much worse. Like, so much worse. Yeah, it's awful. I can't imagine, like, SNL must be, I can only see that as horrifying, to be honest. Like, it must be. That's my nightmare. Yeah, like, how do you. Like for them, I mean, when you're a seasoned person, like at that point, you're just having fun, right? Like you work with all your pals. Yeah. But like, especially when all those people were getting started, especially like that kind of like the SNL Brad Pack, you know what I mean? Like Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, um, Seth Meyers, you know, when they were all kind of starting, like how do you not shit your pants every single time? But they're just like, so it almost looks effortless for them. Like they just do it. And I'm like, oh my God, I would literally rip out my eyes right now. (laughs) I feel like it's kind of like a muscle. Like the more you work it, the better you get at it. Yeah, I guess. But I'd have to work real hard (laughs) to ever be like remotely funny like that. Um, And also just like being able to write jokes for people to, who are not you and for, to like think about, can this person pull this joke off and like delivery wise and all of that, like comedy writing. Or even just like, like trying to know what the audience will find funny yeah that's so hard because you're right and like whether it's snl or just a comedy show like that's so difficult to do you know especially when you're starting out like that first season it's like you don't know who will take the time to watch your show right yeah and also it must be so difficult SNL's audience is pretty wide so like trying to cater to different generations and different groups of people like that must be so difficult which is why I also think that like there's that whole thing of like a lot of younger people now don't take to friends the same way my age upped it and it's like well kind of what you just said like the it didn't have a super wide audience or if it did it was still to target a certain time right you know what I mean like it was the 90s so the jokes that are being made are for the 90s the same way that the, the further back you go on SNL the jokes are targeting the time that they're being written in right yeah. so that's also an interesting way to look at comedy I guess if you're going back at the beginning to look at something yeah I also hate like when people bring up old episodes of things that are obviously like in the time we're fine but now are offensive or whatever like yeah if you look at any like 
anything like from 50 years ago, you're going to be offended. What do you think? That's why that's called societal growth and change. Like that's yeah. why we did all the changing. If you just like, erase everything yeah. that ever happened, like you're never going to be able to, I just feel like humans have a tendency to forget where they came from. And if we don't have the historical evidence to like, you know, reference back to, we're just going to like act like we were, we were always perfect, which is not true. Yeah. Or we'll forget the lessons and, and revert back to what we used to be, which is even worse. Yeah. So. Well, terrible options. Horrendous. Hate to see it. <laughs> uh, I think like that's all our time. Maybe five minutes more, but I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. My brain's fried. I'm so yeah, hungry. Same. I'm also so yes, I was about to say I'm so hungry also. <laughs> <laughs> Starving. Uh, this was a fun episode though. It was. Yeah. I'm surprised I'm gotta say I'm a, I am surprised that we managed to stick to the topics the entire episode. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think because we chose two <laughs> random things that were very different. So it kept us uh, active. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> as always, thanks to our, our huge fan base for sticking around and listening to this episode 16. Um, yeah, we love you. Thanks. Peace Bye. Out. Peace.